Hi, this is John O'Hurley, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson welcoming you to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television. John Biner will join us in our second hour. John Biner, actor, comedian, and impressionist. John's dead-on impersonations of John Wayne, Johnny Mathis, Ed Sullivan, Bing Crosby, Elvis Presley, and many other celebrities have made him a fixture in our home for more than 50 years. John discovered his gift for mimicking voices at a very young age. It was one of the ways that helped him overcome shyness as a young boy growing up on Long Island. We'll talk about that and more when John Byner joins us in our second hour. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. Our first hour will include part two of a conversation that began last week with our friend Steve Beverly. Steve teaches broadcast journalism at Union University in Jackson, Tennessee. We will talk about the challenges of teaching TV news journalism virtually in a COVID-19 environment, which Steve and his colleagues had to do earlier this year on account of the national lockdown. We'll also talk about the challenges facing Steve and his colleagues in the upcoming semester as in-person classes are scheduled to resume. We'll also talk about the many ways in which the COVID-19 epidemic has given Steve's students real-time experience in covering a national news story as they complete their college education. Steve Beverly will join us later on in the hour. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us as they bring us this week in TV history. Tony's segment, as always, brought to us by our friends at Story Salon, Southern California's longest-running, regularly-performing live storytelling ensemble during this time of national lockdown. You can see three-minute videos of the Story Salon gang telling stories every Wednesday night at facebook.com forward slash Story Salon. This particular segment with Tony and Donna originally aired in August 2012. August 15, 1912. Julia Child was born. She was actually born Julia Carolyn McWilliams. Save the liver. Save the liver. <laughs> we are always going to remember that uh, from Dan Aykroyd. There are there are three characters that Dan Aykroyd played. Oh, that I, I just kept the Dickens on my yeah. finger. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Julia Child is one. Tom Snyder is another, and and Joe Friday, where you cannot look at the original without thinking of Dan Aykroyd doing them. And I think Julia Child is the more prominent of the three. Now, uh, Meryl Streep played her. Yes. her Julia, and Julia, Julia and Julia. Yeah. Okay. Good uh, film. Good, good film. film. I understand, you know, because it was about uh, a girl who wanted to do a, write a blog about every day doing a different Julia Child recipe. Mm-hmm. She took then, a year to do the project. Yeah. And each day she, she wrote about, you know, what she cooked based on Julia Child's book. And I think the blog was Julia, Jul- Julia and Julia at the blog site. Julia Child didn't really think that that was the, all that great, but um, and this was going on around the time that Julia Child died, so this was very towards the end of Julia Child. She was uh, very active during the Second World War, and that comes out in the movie. She married someone who was uh, involved in uh, the espionage game in uh, World War II, and then unfortunately he was brought before the House of American Activities. <laughs> In the 1950s, as were a lot of veterans yeah. of World War II. But she later on decided to uh, reinvent herself as a person who uh, came into adulthood not knowing how to cook. And then she, while they were living in France, she studied French cooking. 
uh, and wanted to bring that type of cooking to America. You talk about branding. Branding, Before yes. Before branding as a concept was even around. Yeah, but also, you know, taking the old recipes, you know, the great uh, from the great French chefs yeah. and trying to adapt them to American kitchens. And it wasn't just going from the metric system uh, to the English system. It was also how, you know, how how are you going to write these cookbooks that the average American housewife could read and follow along. And it was a staple on PBS for at least 20 years? For years, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the French chef, and of course, you know, of course, Dan Aykroyd spoofs her, but, right. you know, it was also, I would say that she must have had some influence on a lot of other shows above and beyond cooking. And I'm not just talking about Rachel Ray mm-hmm. and, and of or course Martha Graham, Stewart, Martha Stewart or Graham Kerr. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the galloping gourmet. The galloping gourmet. She's doing the cooking. She is talking about the cooking, and you know, at the end, there is some sort of result. Yeah. And but I'm sure you know that she must have had influence on Bob Vila and other people that were actually showing you how to do something while you're doing it. Right. Uh, do what you you know do what yourself or how to shows how to yeah, exactly. television. Yeah. I mean, she must have had a, a huge influence on all, on all of that. And uh, I remember seeing her on talk shows. And, you know, she she also was just a personality. Yeah, and, and let's face it, a cooking show in and of itself is not particularly entertaining. It's, it's an instructional video. Yeah. Uh, but to make it something that you would watch every day to the extent that so many people did for, for as many years as they watched. I mean, you have to make it fun and entertaining. You have to make people want to come back to you day in, day out. You have to assume that your audience knows nothing but not talk to them like right. they don't exactly. know anything. Now, she demystified French French cooking, or for many people, cooking in general. And you had to do it in a way where, you know, there was no pause. You had to communicate in a way so where... So on PBS, there's no pause. Yeah. <laughs> and so you could you didn't have the remote control where you could pause her exactly. and take notes. You didn't have a corresponding website where, you know, now Rachel Ray, hey, you know, if you want to do this, just go to my website, rachelray.com, and you can find the recipe for this. No, she had to explain things mm-hmm. at times where somebody could have, you know, a pen and paper, a little recipe card, and take notes while you're watching. Mm-hmm. So she had to speak in a certain tone, and you had to, you know... People liked the way she talked, but you know, you know, very, very well imitated. But she had to speak in a way that people could listen, exactly. write down, pay attention to what was being cooked. You know, obviously give the show the undivided attention, but definitely set the standard for everybody else that would have followed there. And she was entertaining, as was Graham Kerr. And I'm trying to think who else was big at that time with, the, with cooking. I mean, Graham Kerr was a galloping gourmet, mm-hmm. just a charming gentleman. Right, which is yeah, you know, which is syndicated as opposed to p uh, uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, syndicated on on, on on commercial stations, independent stations across the country. Um, yeah, Julia was on PBS, so you you had that. But I, yeah, Rachel Ray, Martha Stewart, all these people, you know, definitely owe so much to her. Story Salon is Los Angeles's longest running storytelling venue. We have live shows every Wednesday in Studio City, as well as solo shows, podcasts, CDs, and several books. Los Angeles Daily News calls Story Salon gemstones of narrative, something new, funny, astonishing. Sunset Magazine says, tales tall, tragic, and tantalizing. All of this makes Story Salon one of the most eclectic entertainment experiences available. You can learn more about us by going to our Facebook page or by visiting our website at www.storysalon.com.
accredited by Guinness World Records. Welcome to Archival Television Audio, Incorporated. A peerless TV soundtrack archive, preserving the audio from television's first three decades, the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, the golden and silver age of television. For more information, go to atvaudio.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.